Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in New York. I'm Amy Keene. Today we're looking at Amazon. Last week, the e-commerce giant announced it would raise the minimum wage for its factory workers in the U.S. and in the U.K. But it's now facing some unexpected backlash from its workers. The FT's Eric Kripke spoke to San Francisco correspondent Shannon Bond to find out why. How did this all get started? Tell us what happened with Amazon last week. Sure. So Amazon last week made a surprising announcement that it was going to raise its minimum wage for workers in the U.S. and the U.K. who are paid hourly. It's hundreds of thousands of people. It's a lot of people who work in Amazon warehouses, as well as people who work at Whole Foods, the grocery chain that they bought last year. And it also covers temporary staff and employees that they hire during the holiday shopping season, which is the busiest time of year for the retailer. So Amazon said they would raise the the wage floor in the U.S. to $15 an hour and to £9.50 in the U.K., um, with a higher rate of £10.50 in London. And that came after they had been under quite a bit of pressure. Bernie Sanders, the independent senator from Vermont in particular, has been really hammering the company this year about its treatment of workers and its wages. And Amazon said they had heard their critics and, and decided to make this move. Okay, and this week, Amazon is actually facing a little bit of backlash from the workers over the announcement. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I think the initial response to this was great. Amazon workers are getting paid more. It made sense in a lot of different for a lot of different reasons. I mean, it's a good thing for the workers. It's a it's a good retention tool. You know, it's it makes them competitive against other retailers who they're trying to make sure they, they keep their workers. And so people were initially happy. But the announcement of the wage increase, the hourly wage increase was also accompanied with the announcement that Amazon was going to get rid of monthly bonuses and these restricted stock unit grants that it had been making to hourly workers. And for particularly for workers who'd been in Amazon for a while, they were really concerned that actually when you took into account losing those bonuses and the stock grants, the increase in the minim- the hourly wage wasn't going to make up for that. And particularly for workers who are already making $15 an hour, they had been told last week that they would get an increase of $1. Many of them subsequently said, you know, if you put together the value of all the bonuses and and the stock value, they were going to come out poorer in the end. So what's been the response from Amazon to all of this? Amazon said this week that it would make sure that all hourly workers across the board would, would see an increase, would see an increase in compensation. And so in some cases, they've told workers at warehouses who are already making $15 an hour that instead of a dollar raise, they get a $1.25 raise. And they're saying that this is really something that they're taking on a case-by-case basis at different sites in different the different locations where they have warehouses, and even on a person-by-person basis. Um, they say to make sure that everyone experiences the benefits of the higher hourly wage. They've also made the argument that moving away from stock-based incentives and an incentive bonus program makes workers' compensation overall more predictable. And then they also said they were going to actually introduce some new bonuses. So instead of being monthly bonuses for showing up on time and, and getting a lot of work done, these are bonuses tied to tenure. So if after five years, a worker would get a $1,500 bonuses, and then that would go up to $3,000 at 10 years, 15 years, and 20 years. And that would replace an earlier program where they were given a couple shares of stock. And how much is all of this going to cost Amazon? Well, that's the question um, that we're, we really we don't have a really full answer on yet. Um, now, the company reports earnings in a couple weeks, and they have said they are going to give an update to their financial guidance that will take into account the cost of this. Analysts who have done some sort of back-of-the-napkin calculations on this 
um, say that it's a big number, but in the context of Amazon, maybe not that significant. I, I talked to one analyst who said he, his estimate of the net incremental costs when you factored in that hourly wage rise, but also the elimination of the bonuses and stock grants would be between $400 million and $1.9 billion. That's a lot of money, but even at the upper end, that would be less than 1% of the revenue that Amazon is projected to bring in this year. So, you know, there is, there is a financial cost to this, but it is, it certainly seems to be something that the company can absorb. And at a time when the labor market is tightening and they are in competition with other retailers and other warehouses uh, for employees and going into the holiday season, you know, this is just yet another thing they can use to, to make sure they can attract workers to Amazon. And probably, you know, from their point of view, it probably comes out ahead. And are there any indications that other companies are going to follow suit? Well, in the retail sector, we've actually already seen other companies before Amazon announced this, you know, had, had, had done some wage hikes. Target has committed to raising wages, as has Walmart. But neither of those were as aggressive as Amazon. I mean, Amazon is saying as of November 1st, it's going to pay $15 an hour in the U.S. Walmart and Target's projections for their increases are, are, are over a longer period of time. And there haven't, haven't been any other companies that have directly in the wake of Amazon increased their, their wages. Um, but it is, it's a tight market and going into the holiday season, you know, you may see people trying to lure workers with, with more bonuses and more incentives. And can you put this wage increase in context for us? Where, where's the pressure for it coming from? There's sort of two places. I mean, Amazon has long been dogged by accusations that its workplace culture, frankly, both for white collar workers in Seattle, as well as the vast army of people who work at its warehouses and who work at Whole Foods and who work in its whole huge distribution system, you know, have been mistreated in various ways. Um, there's been a fair amount of coverage of that. And particularly for the warehouse workers, you know, there's, there's been a lot of focus on the long hours that they work, the difficulty of the work, and the relatively low pay. So there have been efforts to unionize, um, which Amazon has been fairly effective at, at tamping down, but there are efforts to unionize. There are also efforts to unionize within Whole Foods, which they've been backed by one of the big retail unions. And so that, there's been pressure coming in that direction. But Amazon so far, I mean, this has been going on for years, and they've always sort of shrugged that off and said, like, look, we're creating jobs. We're creating good jobs that pay better than you know other comparable jobs in these communities. I think that attention that Bernie Sanders has focused on it in the past few months, he's really made Amazon and Jeff Bezos in particular a target. Bezos is, it has become the world's richest person this year with the run-up in Amazon stock. Um, he's worth about $160 billion. And so Bernie Sanders has really used that as an effective wedge to point out this huge disparity between this single person who's worth this much money and the average workers who are making something like you know $13 an hour to say that Amazon needed to do more to share the benefits of its its tremendous growth and its tremendous expansion in, in market value with the people who, who make it all possible. I think that probably is maybe what tipped it over. And they even before they announced the wage increase, they had taken the unusual step of actually responding to some of Sanders' criticisms and saying that they were inaccurate. But Amazon almost never responds to critics. So even that for them to even come out and say something was pretty unusual. I think it's important to remember that this all comes in, in a much broader economic context about what's happening in the U.S. in terms of the tightening labor market. There's been a broader movement in the U.S. as well to raise the minimum wage in various states to $15 an hour. And so one of the things that Amazon also said when it announced this wage increase was that it would support 
efforts to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. And if that changed, I mean, that would have a real impact on, of course, all of their competitors, but also could have a real impact on the economy. That was the FT Shannon Bond in San Francisco. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more news. And in the meantime, if you don't already have a subscription to the FT and would like to take a look at our latest subscription offer, you can go to ft.com forward slash offer. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.